What's going on? Uh, not too much. Some Cubs baseball's been going on. Yeah, it's been weird that they played six games, but it feels like they played like two. Yeah, well, the off just, days. yeah, the beginning of the season really tripped me up. In what way? Just because we had, you know, obviously that randomly scheduled off day for no reason after the first game of the season, and then we had the other rain out, and it's like. It took a while for me to actually get in. Like, the first couple games of the season didn't seem like they counted. Yeah, it just felt like, oh, I'm just checking in, because Cubs just are are odd. I'm so lucky today. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. I feel like the Cubs probably play like it was spring training against the Cardinals, too. (laughs) They definitely didn't look like the team that played played against the Brewers. Yeah, but I guess the quality of competition also helps with that, too. For sure, for sure. So, did you have anything you specifically want to talk about? I meant to make a list of topics, and of course, I didn't. Um, I mean, not really. I just thought, you know, it's, I think mean, it's pretty early. There aren't that many things that have you know, popped out to me. Yeah. Uh, Arietta looked pretty good today, and I feel like he looks a lot more like twenty fifteen Arietta than twenty sixteen Arietta so far. Yeah, even with the velocity, even with the velocity drop, which I guess is real. Sure. It seems like everyone's velocity has dropped this year. I don't know if that's like a... Well, no, I think it's all up, because they, they changed the, the system that they used this year, kind of without warning anyone. It was kind of really? a surprise the first uh, week of the season. Well, it seemed like Lester was down, too. Oh, really? I'd have to go look. But I don't know. I mean, it's, it's early. It's but yeah, literally... Like, like, like league-wide, pass-all velocities are up like a tick and a half, because they're measuring it when it comes out of the hand now. Uh-huh. Instead of at like forty feet or whatever it was before, so is Chapman throwing like one hundred and seven now? <laughs> I don't know. Let's let's go check the uh, the Brooks. While you're checking that, uh, the one thing I was looking at is that Addison Russell is one double away from the leaderboard, like from the, leading it. He's got four this year. Nice, it's pretty incredible. He's looked great at the plate, man. Yeah, you know who else looked at the plate is Hayward, shockingly. Yeah, yeah. He's, I mean, maybe he's been our best player so far, which is crazy to think. But yeah, like, uh, Jesse Rogers said that Hayward, like, all five of his balls in play were over 95-mile-an-hour exit velocity. Uh-huh. So that only happened, like, 16, 17 times last year that someone had five balls in a game hit that hard. I wonder how many times Jason Hayward hit a ball 95 miles an hour or, or higher last year, because it's probably around five. It looks like Chapman at 99, but I think he's only been in one game. Yeah. I mean, it, it, we're on weird baseball right now, with it just being six games in. Like, Matt Kemp is the league leader in WRC Plus right now. <laughs> oh, he's tied with JT Real Muto. All of early season stats. Yeah, 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 yeah. Like, the season doesn't really start until Mike Trout is number one in WRC+. 
He started off really slow last year, from what I remember. Which is, he did. Which is crazy to think that he still put up like a 10-more season when he basically did nothing in April. Well, yeah, I think I, well, I think by May he was still leading the league. <laughs> but, yeah, he had this problem last year with uh, the high fastball. And so everyone just started going, you know, attacking him up. And then he's like, oh, wait, I'm just going to turn, you know, on the fly into one of the top five high fastball hitters in the league. <laughs> and so he, he crushed those all May. And then they're like, oh, I guess he's Mike Trout. He, we're still going to have to let him crush us no matter what we do. Well, he, he's got a 448 Woba this year, so not really a, a slow start this time. No, no. I mean, it's no uh, Zach Cozart. This has got a 493, but... <laughs> I mean, we can't all be as good as he is. So what's popped out to you so far? Um, trying to think of anything. Arietta is really the only... Arietta and Hayward are kind of the two main things I can think of. The, uh, until two games ago, I was going to say that Chris Bryant looked horrible. Yeah. Well, I figured that was just a slump. Yeah. Because they I did mean, the same thing with Rizzo, who looked real kind of confused at the plate. Yeah. But I'm not worried. No, no, no. And that's kind of what's good. We're you know we're four and two. We've looked like a really good team, but our two best hitters are a uh, 54 WRC plus for Bryant, 69 for Rizzo. Nice. And clearly, those are gonna probably triple before the season's over. Yeah. Like everyone has looked pretty good. I was looking at Rizzo's page earlier today, and I was kind of surprised by just how insanely consistent his numbers had been over the past three seasons. Yeah, I think I saw a, uh, a graphic on CSN about that. Well, I was just seeing the radio, so I'm not cripping from CSN yeah. in my defense. <laughs> no, so it seemed like, you know, 2013 wasn't that long ago, and yet it was it's so far away. Where people were worried, oh, that he's never going to be the the star that we wanted him. And still, he had a pretty good season considering he had a 258 BAPIP. Yeah, he had a two-war season. Yeah. Which, if that's the absolute worst-case scenario, which in his case it appears that it is because he's been awesome since then. Yeah. Yeah, in 2014, 386. In 2015, 387 OBP. 2016, 385 OBP. That's insane. Yeah. 32, I don't think 31, anyone, 32 home runs. So yeah, I don't think anyone else in the league can have a OBP that's like that. That's that consistent, or home run total. Yeah, he's he's great. I don't think we appreciate him enough. <laughs> we well, we don't because you know he's not the best player even on his own team and his own infield. Yeah, <laughs> which is just incredible. You think Addison Russell passes him this year? No. Yeah, no. I mean, I love Russell, but no, I don't think that's going to happen. If anyone was going to believe it, it'd be you. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I like what I've seen from him so far, but yeah, he, I don't think he'll ever have like the offensive output that Rizzo does. He might be a better overall player at some point, but I, I even now, I don't think it's this year. And the only other I don't know, early season thing I can think of is Weirdly enough, I kind of find myself wishing we had more relievers. Yeah, that's true. Like, usually I hate the short bench, like last year with three catchers, you know, and stuff like that, plus the eight relievers. I was always mm -hmm. kind of annoyed by it. Now I'm like, like all Matt Caesar is going to do is pinch hit because the Cubs have so many 
versatile guys that they can't fit all of them in the lineup, let alone find times for guys like Caesar or Listella. Yeah. And it's not like the bullpen has inspired all the confidence in the world so far. Yeah. With the caveat that it is April 9th. Doesn't really matter. Yeah, I don't think Wade Davis looked that good. No, definitely not. And Rondon was leaving meat over the, the plate. Oh, he was today. I didn't. I was just listening to the radio today, and like at least on those first two batters, Pat and Ron seemed to think he looked pretty good. But hearing everyone, yeah, he, hearing everyone else, uh, maybe not so much. Yeah, I mean, he didn't look horrible. He didn't look like spring training, apparently. But he, he wasn't. He wasn't great. Yeah. <clears throat> when he when he when he goes against offenses that are actually major league caliber, it might be a different story. The Cardinals get blank today. Uh, I don't know. I yeah, they eight to nothing lost to Cincinnati. Who is you know four and two also? Just as good as the Cubs. You heard it here first. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Oh, Martinez got crushed. Yeah. What happened? I don't know. He looked just unhittable in the, that opening day. You look. Yeah, he looked incredible. That was. Like Very some, some of those pitches he struck, like, uh, I can't remember when he struck Brian out on, was like one of the most, at least as far as fastballs go, the most unhittable fastballs. Yeah, all well, 100 seen. miles an hour up and in, there's not a, a yeah, player no. in the world that's going to get around on that. That was, a, that was a great one, but uh, apparently he only saved it for us. Oh, Scott Feldman for the for Cincinnati, their ace, got the win. <laughs> that's awesome. He, he's no uh, Clayton Richard. No. That's kind of like one of the best parts about, well, I mean, the best part about having Theo Epstein is that, you know, we have him and we're going to win a lot of World Series or whatever. But one of the other good parts about it is that even our castaways are good enough to play on other teams. So we're, a bet, like, you know, we're going to matriculate all of our players into the other 29 rosters and <clears throat> they're going to pop up everywhere. <laughs> we'll always have a brooding interest in all these other random games now. Yeah, well, because, you know, when when Theo got here, we were just taking everyone's players off waivers and hoping that anything would be worthwhile, like, you know, how to tell you Louis Valbuena. But now we're the other team that's going to be putting the players on waivers just because we're too deep. And hey, I kind of miss not... Louis Valbuena. Yeah, I do too. I mean, I'd rather have Chris Bryant, obviously, but... Yeah. You know, it was, it was, a, fun, uh, it was a fun run. For sure. That was, that was such a great pickup. Because we turned him into Dexter Fowler. <laughs> That's just, like, unfair in retrospect. And Louis Valbuena was a good player for us. Oh, man, speaking of uh, former former Cubs, Chris Volstead. He's still... He was still there, and he was in the Brave Spring training camp. I feel like I saw him pop up more recently than that, though, which is why I'm looking him up. Apparently, he had 27 starts for the White Sox in AAA last year. <laughs> Whoa. Hey, are you on his page yet? Yeah. That is a K for 9 to be proud of, man. 4.28. That's incredible. Uh, wow. I mean, not that he was much better. Uh, he was no, he was horrible for us. It was 4.93 with the Cubs, so... <laughs> But he was tall. Expectations. Yeah. Six foot eight. 
Man, he was bad. There are no Chris Falsteads on our team anymore. No. I have the Brent Anderson look good. Yeah. I mean, I was game casting that one, but he had like a million ground balls. You have to savor his starts like a fine wine because there's only like six of them all year before before he gets injured. Yeah, he's only had two seasons where he's made 30 starts in his, what, one, two, three, eight-plus year career. Yeah. Have you been paying any attention to the minor leagues? I know Ian Hatt's been tearing it up. That's basically all I've I've seen, too. Apparently he's got three consecutive days of the home run, and I think Jaira Candelario had a grand slam yesterday. It's kind of incredible. <clears throat> when we started, when I when I started writing the minor league recaps, the AAA team was so bad that on Fridays I just wrote about board games instead. <laughs> As like a reward for getting through the week. And now it seems like our AAA team is probably pretty awesome to watch. So I wonder how long they'll stay there until we call them up or trade them. Although how can we call them up? We have yeah, to wait for someone injured. And even then it would just free up more time for... You know, yeah, Javi to get in the lineup. Which did you? That collision was crazy, by the way. Yeah, I missed it. Was it yesterday or Friday? Two days ago. That oh, was Friday. I must have been kind of. What was? Oh, yeah, I was coming home from work, and then I got home, and everyone was freaking out about bias. I was like, "What happened?" <laughs> I think we were probably all a little too skittish because obviously it's what happened to Schwarber, but he it just looked horrible. Was it, it, was it looks like good. center field should just not be a position anymore because. Every time no, it's not just we that, have a they, huge... they just need to forfeit the fourth game of the season and they'll be fine. <laughs> that too. Well, I think in this case it's that Baez was called off and he decided that that didn't matter or he didn't hear it. Yeah. And just went full bore into, I think it was Hayward. It was Hayward, yeah. And it's, it didn't look pretty. And he was on the ground for a while and he thought, well, he's got a concussion for sure. And could be worse, but apparently he didn't care. Yeah, he played it's... the next game, so. Yeah, and he's kind of looked bad, but it's bias, so. Yeah, he's, he's so streaky that. Yeah. There's, and that's kind of what like, stinks. What's good and bad about it, it's being six games in is we're so excited because it's baseball, but there's just like almost no conclusion you can rationally draw from six games. Yeah. Which isn't going to stop me, but. We just wait, wait in what we already know, which is that the Cubs are good. Yeah, and we definitely don't look like we're any worse than last year. I think part of the part of the worry is that it would be like the twenty. The White Sox won it what year? Two thousand five, I think. You know, they looked great. Two thousand, or they didn't look that good in two thousand five. Two thousand six, they looked great, and then they were just bad. Sometimes that happens, that you just never replicate. Yeah, it happens, but, you know, it, it helps it's, when, like, your entire yeah. team is under the age of 28. Yeah, it was incredible. Like, sometimes when you're really depressed, all you need to do is go to the Cubs 40-man roster page on Baseball Reference and see that everyone is under team control until, like, 2022. Yeah. Except for <clears throughs> Yeah, which... It's going to stink, but I'm also ready for him to get paid by a team that isn't us. Yeah. So do we have any idea of who's going to be available other than Jose Quintana in the uh, in the trade market? 
Yeah, I don't know. I mean, that's it's very early to figure that out. I haven't looked at the other teams to see who is going to be a free agent next year. Quintana isn't, though, right? He's a... No, but he'll... You know, they are going to trade everyone that's not tied down. Oh, wow. He's under team control until 2020. Quintana. Like two, uh, he's got two team options on his deal in 19 and 20 for like 10 million. Huh. He's going to be expensive then. Yeah, that's going to take a lot. <clears throat> I don't think the White Sox would trade him to the Cubs. Probably not. Like they would pretty much demand Chris Bryant. <laughs> <laughs> Otherwise, they would just get killed by their fans. But <laughs> yeah, for sure. Uh, there isn't that much pitching that seems like it's going to be available in oh after the 2018 MLB season. What the hell am I looking at? Yeah, isn't this supposed to be a huge free agency after this year? So it seems like there will be people to shake loose. I'm trying to remember, I feel like someone big is supposed to hit. Um, well, R.A. Dickey will be available if Toronto's not very good. There are lots of pitchers, but they're all not pitchers that you want. Yeah. Like, C.C. Sabathia, you could go out and get him. Trevor Cahill again. Yeah, Jared Weaver. <laughs> Take a ride on the on the Weaver wagon. Cueto might be back on the market. <sighs> yeah, Matt Garza. Matt Garza will be very available to any... Uh, Probably to, like, hey, Barstool hey, Sports or whatever. Opening day starter Ricky Nolasco will be available. Yeah, well, you probably have to get someone to flip for him. <laughs> we don't have the assets right now. No, I'm sure Derek Lee's available. He probably, well, I mean, I don't know. I think he's got a softball league on Thursdays. <laughs> so I won't be able to play in those games. But. Well, I think Otani's the other guy who I think is going to be around. There. Yeah. That's the other big name. Well, that's the thing. I was reading an article about him. They said that there's some loophole that might make it so all the other teams will get a chance at him because as it stands, the uh, the Cubs won't really have a way to offer him enough money. Oh, I thought, I, it, I thought it was related to uh, whether he could get around the weird signing pool stuff. Was, I, didn't read, I didn't read the article. I just remember seeing the headline, but I remember that's what, thinking that's what it implied. Well, there was some reason I thought that the Cubs were – Hamstrung on how much they could actually offer him, but that I'm they're. Sure, I'm sure they'll have a small international bonus pool. Does that apply to Japanese posters? If they're under a certain age, I think it doesn't matter where they're coming from. Yeah, yeah, I think that's right. But anyways, the articles always said that there was some loophole to get around that, but then none of them say anything about the actual loophole. And I wonder if the loophole is just like. No, I'm gonna take more money, and it's like, what are you gonna do about it? <laughs> like, I have no idea why everyone will report that you know some nebulous language that there is a loophole, but that you know you don't have like Robothal putting it up. Like, this is actually what it is. Yeah. I mean, I would love to see him, but I think I think there's almost no chance he goes to a National League team. Because oh, whatever he's going to on his off days. Going to DH on his off days. Is he really that good of a hitter? Apparently, it's not, if just, you, it's, you, not like, it's not just a for a pitcher thing. 
No, no. Apparently, if you do translation, like, from Japanese League, and I think the, the, the Davenport translations are really old and, like, probably out of date at this point. Well, even, but, even that, he's such a guy so far out on the tail that yeah, it's yeah, hard to judge. Sure. But I think I saw someone say that he would be, like, a top 20 hitter in the MLB. Oh, wow. and, like, like, a top 15 pitcher. And yeah, apparently, he's, he's had no problems at all doing them both in Japan. But, well, that's the thing. Like, he could fail at one of those. Like, he could be Kosuke Fukudome, but then he could still be a pitcher. So even if he's not that great at one of them, you still, you know, there's some some value you can reclaim. Yeah. So I think he'll probably go to an AL team just because it's easier to see someone... DHing on off days and not instead of playing like right field, but uh, you never know. I think I found the Sertani article I saw. I'm trying to see if there's any news there. Yeah, that's one. It sounds like it's still just vague. Yeah, mystery loophole instead of mystery team. <laughs> Which means there's like a sixty percent chance it's real. Because mystery team seems to sign a lot of free agents these days. But one of the good things about being the Cubs now and, like, being so excellent is that I remember that we had a whole, like, I don't know, like a six-month period where all I cared about was, are we going to get, you know, Masahiro Tanaka? Or, oh, like, I was so I was so bummed when the Cubs didn't get him. Yeah, but now it's like, well, it'd be nice if we had Shohei Otani, but that's not going to break our, you know, our hearts if we don't sign him because, you know, while we, oh, well, we've got, Six other awesome twenty-five year old, twenty-five year old and under players that are already signed until twenty twenty-one. So it's not the end of the world. It's not like we're going to build our whole organization around him. Yeah, he's not going to be a, a foundation piece. Though he'd still be nice to have. Oh, I mean, for sure. If yeah. we sign them, I'm sure I'll go bonkers. But if we don't sign, I'm not going to be. Yeah. I'm not going to think about it too much. Whereas when we missed out on Tanaka, that really ate at me for a little while. Yeah. Well, you see, even then, it seemed like, I don't know if it was from that or maybe after that, that, you know, until the Cubs signed Lester, it felt like they were always, came in second for every big free agent. Like, everyone, yeah. everyone was just drafted off the Cubs to, to get a bigger deal from someone. And I took solace in that a little bit, that it was like the Cubs were bidding up everyone else. But at some point, you're like, well... Well, they're going to need someone to throw some of the pitches. Yeah. (laughs) I think I've seen it out of Justin Germano. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Justin Germano, man. Dallas Bueller. That was... Those were some bad times. Chris Russin. Yeah. Casey Coleman. That might have been farther ago. They all kind of blur together now. 2012, we had uh, Chris Falstad, Sean Camp... Justin Germano. Oh, that's Cubs MVP, Sean Camp. <laughs> Chris Russin, Randy Wells had four starts, Casey Coleman, Brooks Raley, which oh, I forgot isn't about a Raley. real person, but is a real person because he had five starts for the Cubs with a sterling 814 ERA. Jason Birkin had four starts. Man, this team sucks. It's like only four. I kind of felt like yeah. it was even more. Scott Maine got 20 innings. Lenny Castillo had 16 innings. Man, 
Well, we had a good Chapman that year, too. Jay Chapman. Oh, I don't remember him at all. Yeah. I think we got him from the Braves, and I think he probably... Yep, the only time he ever played in the majors was for us in 2012. He was not good. Cubs bullpen posted a negative 2.3 war that year. <sighs> Walked that was... nearly, nearly five batters for nine. Yeah. Well, when your closer is Carlos Manuel, that's not that hard to do, unfortunately. Here, let, let's make a new vaguely recurring segment and just look at the Cubs lineup from this day in 2012. Oh, yeah. Let me, let me pull it up. That's awesome. Monday, April 9th, box score. Five, played the Brewers, lost five to seven. You know, in the two hole where you put your best hitter, Darwin Barney. Drawing it up. Those were the days. Man, that's a really bad team. Ah, the Hazes was, you know, decent. Castro was still good. Soriano was good. But then Ian Stewart, Brian LaHare, Giovanni Soto, who I think has two home runs this year. Marlon Bird starter Chris Volstad, who is a pitch hit for by Blake DeWitt, who is a person I haven't thought of in probably four years. Man, this was a horrible team. Which year are you looking at? Oh, I'm looking 2012. at... Oh. What are you looking at? I was at 2013. I was like, man, these lineups aren't the same, but I hadn't gone back far enough. Man, do we play the Brewers every April 9th? Yeah, we did in 2013 also. Yeah, that was, well, we didn't last year because they were in uh, uh, Arizona. Oh, uh, yeah. No, it was Pittsburgh in 2014. Yeah. Our, our 2013 lineup is slightly better. But still had, you know, Brent Lillibridge in it. And Nate Shearholtz. Look, Kuji Fujikawa got the save. I wonder what he's doing these days. I think he went back to Japan. He did. Apparently he's not doing too well for them either. So how many wins do you have us at now? Do you I'm think? I'm still sticking with whatever I said before, like 95, I think. God, that just seems so low. I don't know. Like, what does the best team in the league get on average? Like, would you would say like 98, 99? Yeah, I'd probably say 97, 98. Pretty rare. Yeah. To hit so, yeah, and so I guess when you think of it that way, the Cubs are probably the best team in the league, but they're not certain to be. And there are scenarios in which something bad or catastrophic happens and we end up not performing. But I still think, I don't know. I don't know what I said, but now I think I'm going to say like 102. I feel like you were at like 110 or something. But I, I, think, I, I think I was. <laughs> I was pretty serious, but now that I'm more rational, I think I would go with 102, 103. With the caveat that I feel like if all our young players take a step forward, or at least just don't get a lot worse, 
we could really be like generationally good. Oh, yeah. But I mean, it all comes back to the pitching. Like I, I don't I, think anyone thinks that the the hitting is going to falter. Yeah, I mean, I don't think they'll win 103, but it's nice that it's within reason. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I don't think anyone in Cincinnati is looking at a four and two start and being like, "Well, we still got a chance at 103." They're probably just thinking, well, what can we get for Zach Cozart right now before he gets injured again? Have you been watching a lot of baseball that isn't the Cubs or no? No. Yeah, I, I can't say that I've watched too much. I watched some of the Mariners-Angels game just to see. Yeah, yeah. yeah. He, had, he crushed one in, like, the sixth inning. The first, I think the first at-bat it was that he had – he struck out against uh, Felix Hernandez, but it was like 14 pitches or 15 pitches. <laughs> it was just incredible. Like At some point, if I was the pitcher, I just would have rolled it down there. Yeah. Because at some point, you got to just cut your losses, and it's not worth it. Yeah, I think it was 15 pitches. It was incredible. He's so good. Yeah, I'm watching less. I can't watch him at work now, which is annoying. I yeah. Play, I, play, I, mean, I play Major League Baseball more than my work firewall, but, like, they changed the way their media player is set up, like, the address of it makes, mm-hmm. it, makes it look like a mobile site. Uh, and so, and so they're like, why are you trying to access a mobile site from a desktop? And then it's blocked. I'm like, damn That it. sucks. Even for the radio broadcast, it's annoying. Uh-huh. So I just have game day for, or not even game day actually. Someone else's game tracker because game day is the same, the same deal. <laughs> hmm. That's really weird. <coughs> last yeah. year, last year I was able to get around it because they they had they, they used their old media player. Also, they had an option to use that, mm-hmm. which pop things out in a different window or something, and then it was fine. But. Now they're too cheap to they, do that. They had, to, they had to continue my annual tradition of bitching about MLB.TV. Mm-hmm. So. Yeah. Well, I don't even get the TV part because obviously I'm blacked out of every game that I would want to watch. Yeah, it's nice. Yeah, probably, it's, it's, been, it's been nice for me. Mm-hmm. <laughs> All the places I've lived. Though it is kind of annoying when they play the, the Rockies or Diamondbacks. But... Are those your only two that get blacked out? Yeah. That's not too bad. <laughs> I, think, I usually go to those games when when the Cubs are in town too. So, yeah. but I mean when, they, pl- when they're playing at Wrigley, though, I'm, I'm out of luck. Do you plan on uh, going to any of those games? Like, do you have any I'm not tickets sure. I, yet? I've got them circled. Well, it'll be easy to get tickets, but I've got them circled on my calendar. Mm-hmm. I'm not sure if I'm going to go. One of them's a weekend series. I can't remember which one it is, so I'll probably go to that one. But one of them's midweek, so that's real inconvenient. Yeah, sure. Well, how far would you have to drive? Like, to Colorado from here, it's like five hours. Oh, that sucks. Oh, no, it's fine. I, I like <laughs> well, it sucks for a day trip. I wouldn't oh, go Oh, yeah, it would be back. a day trip. I mean, I'd I spend the whole weekend. And, I mean, I've got, I've got friends who live in both cities, so, mm-hmm. you know, i got people to see. But I didn't go to spring training this year. That's probably because I knew I'd go back to Arizona, maybe. At least I'd like to think that. I don't even remember. Uh-huh. I've never actually been to spring training, and I plan on going one of these years. It's fun. Although apparently it's a hard ticket to get these days. The Cubs seem to sell out almost every game. Yeah, I was kind of surprised. I mean, I guess I shouldn't be that surprised. No. 
I mean, post World Series, but like I had also even aside for the fact that I'll probably go later. Like I had much less interest in going this year because, like, well, you know, they won the World Series. <laughs> Do you feel like your watching experience is any different this year now that they've won it? I thought it would be, considering just how little I paid attention to spring training this year. Mm-hmm. But you know, now I'm still watching all the games, or at least listening to them, or tracking them. So. Yeah, me too, so, though... So far, not as much. I find that I'm a lot less emotional when it comes to games. Yeah. When they, like, they lose, I just kind of shrug. Yeah. I like, like the opening day game against the Cardinals. It was really exciting when Contreras hit that home run. Mm-hmm. But then after that, eh. I mean, part of it, too, yeah. part of, part of it too you know, an extra variable besides the, the, the World Series stuff is that I just finally managed to quit Twitter and, you know, you lose the everything turned up to 11 factor of Twitter also. That's got to be nice. Yeah. I should do that. Twitter sucks. Yeah, it really does. It's horrible. I, I, I used to like it, but every, really, really, it's like ever since they allowed people to thread tweets, I feel uh-huh. like I got much more annoyed by it since then. Because that's what I loved about it compared to Facebook, which I got off for the most part years ago. Uh-huh. Was that when, you know, when for the most part, it was a pain in the ass to, to, to really rant about shit mm-hmm. you know it made it made it made people be more concise yeah <laughs> but now that isn't like, a word i do describe twitter anymore this is the most important tweet store that you'll read today and then you know yeah. there's 16 more of them that you come across over the course of that hour yeah and i'm like this, this, well, that's is, the thing. If, this is just if the tweet starts out with eight and then backslash you're like well shit yeah i didn't sign up for this but so it's it's, yeah. it's, it's it's been nice, but it also be not much less on top of any news too. So yeah, well that's why you can tune in and listen to Pat and Ron tell you what happened. Yeah, yeah, that's true. I'm sure when like when the playoffs are happening, I'll care a little more and I'll be a little like more emotional about it. Yeah, I also tend to care less in April too. Yeah, it's really nice to just you know whatever. We got 160 more games, and Carlos Martinez was a good pitcher. And I can I know that last year I would have cared a lot more that we lost on opening day, yeah. and I just did not find myself caring at all. Yeah, I mean, no, my my only complaint about opening the opening day game was it wasn't at Wrigley, so they could uh, put that banner up. Uh, I thought that, but then I also kind of I also kind of like that we were in St. Louis and we had the opportunity. You know, it didn't happen this way just to sweep them to start the season. Yeah. Because that would have been awesome to to drink those tears. Yeah, that was a pretty nice troll job for St. Louis to put all the World Series trophies out in the field before the game, though. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. They they have to hold on to what little they have. But yeah, see that, but that would have annoyed me last year, and now it just makes me laugh. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> so I don't know what else there is to talk about. Yeah, I don't know either. I think that kind of something's up for me. Yeah, me too. All right. Well, I'm glad we didn't wait, you know, nine months between these podcasts. <laughs> Let's try to keep doing this every week.
listen to every word. <laughs>